0: Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus. A salty, slightly cynical conversation about epilepsy, neurological disorders, and occasional random tangents. Together, we explore the synaptic jolts that short circuit one's world and the mental and emotional fallout that comes from them. And if that sounds heavy, don't worry. We don't take ourselves too seriously. And now, seizure salad with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah B. Side. Hey, how you doing? Hi, Micah. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well.
1: well you look like you're in Colorado, you got the flannel on, you got the hat in the background, you got Naughty Pine, you got sunshine, you know, look at that. Yeah, it's,
0: it's, you are so right. It's It's
1: it's really scary that you guys haven't had any
0: snow yet. Oh my God. Thank you. You are so right. It's, uh, well, and it all goes downstream, right? I mean, if we don't fill up, if we don't fill up Powell, and if we don't fill up the reservoirs, then we're done. We're all done, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm crossing my fingers, I'm praying. We just broke a record, Denver just broke the record for the uh latest, um, Mm -hmm. the latest without snowfall in the season, Mm -hmm. and it's I know may or may not come. So, yeah, I talked to some people down in Arizona and they're like, So what? and I'm like. Yeah. no 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 you don't under if, if the
1: Rockies don't get a snowpack right. then the entire west the whole west southwest yeah just yeah. goes, yeah so um we broke a record too. uh uh-huh 25 days in November with temperatures over 80. no way mm-hmm. really oh my god but there's no such thing as global warming no no doesn't exist you're not I'm grabbing s- a quick lunch. That's it. You know, <laughs> protein bar.
0: No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I can't do protein. I have to be very careful about my protein bars because uh, we're switching from um, we're switching from medications which don't work for uh-huh. me um, into diet. So uh-huh. I'm doing a really hardcore modified Atkins, and uh-huh. so I got to find like the keto stuff and the really. I'm low- doing keto. I've been
1: doing keto for. It'll be a year next month, Mm -hmm. and I dropped 65 pounds. Wow. Nice, man. How do you feel? Oh, better. And my blood sugar dropped 30 points, and my blood pressure dropped 30 points, and yeah.
0: Wow. Wow. Um, You know, I I noticed a shift that... I'm still transitioning into the the regimen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm doing is I'm getting used to the foods, I'm getting used to the balance, and mm-hmm. um, kind of like building the recipes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I gave myself like Thanksgiving was my final blowout. Got, there you go. Yeah, I got to have one more round of pumpkin
1: pie. I will right? tell you. I will tell you there is one thing that I think made such a drastic difference for me. Yeah. Was. Not only did I cut out, you know, all sugar and wheat and all that, but I cut out every bit of artificial sweetener also. And, um, I think the combination of that has really made a difference for me. Wow. Um, the only sweetener that I eat right now, so I have monk fruit. Okay. I've heard about this.
0: Mm-hmm. Monk fruit, huh?
1: Yeah. Right. And, um... They sell it, you know, it's Sprouts, Whole Foods, you know, whatever, right? But they have it in little packages just like you would like your normal sugar, so you can take it with you when you go to, you know, place for coffee or whatever, and you want that, you can. So it's, not, you know, it's not bad. It's a little expensive, but, but you know, they have it at Costco, too, so I can get a big three-pound thing of it for 11 bucks. So, okay. you know, it's not bad. Yeah.
0: Okay. okay. That yeah, works. They works. They keep telling me Stevia as well might yep. be an option.
1: So. yeah Stevia yeah, I to me I I literally just cut it all out and, and except for that one because I I know in keto that monk fruit does not affect the glycemic index at all Wow so you know mine is mine is diabetes mine is blood pressure mine is weight mine is just general health mm-hmm. and so that's why I kind of did I did it to lose weight but I did it for general health and it definitely, improved it.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you what, in just in my transition going for like healthier fats, I'm eating, eating more fish. Um, I've always been like a, I always snack on nuts throughout the day anyway, mm-hmm. cashews and mixed nuts and stuff. Yep. Um, they told me to keep that up. And when I stopped, just stopped eating the bread. And even before the diet, yep. I had slowed down anyway, because I found that with my condition and with the meds when the meds give me massive fatigue anyway so mm-hmm. when i would eat carbs a couple pieces of bread or a sandwich oh, or yeah. boom i'd hit that wall i just hit that wall mm-hmm. and um the week after thanksgiving i also got sick so that wasn't pleasant but i think it was like that carbo loading and then the body's transitioning from using the glucose Mm -hmm. for the brain food into using, you know, going into ketosis and I'll, I'll tell you, it was like probably four days ago, four or five days ago that all of a sudden that heaviness.
1: The lethargy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And my mind is starting to come back. And so it's, it's, Man, if this if this works or if it doesn't work for my seizures. It helps, yeah. It helps. It's a healthy, healthy. thing, right? Exactly. Exactly. And well, I mentioned that in
1: in my last well, inside diary. What is what is really funny and amazing about this is okay. that my wife used to be a kind of a borderline vegetarian, okay? Okay. She's okay. not someone who's going to go out and have a steak. She's allergic to fish and shellfish. Oh no. Okay. She's not going to have a pork chop. She'll have bacon. She'll have a hamburger. You know, she'll have lunch meats. She'll have a sal- you know, salami, pepperoni. But she's not going to go to like 80 90% of what somebody on keto would go to, right? Um, but I, got the, I, started, I started going online. I just started downloading recipes for free and printing them out. And I, I made myself like a cookbook. And I, I found that the easiest thing for me to do was to shop for a week, but to break it up shop twice a week. So like shop on on Saturday for Saturday night, Sunday night and Monday, and then shop on Tuesday for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, and, and so I could keep a lot of fresh stuff. But um, I started making these recipes and she was all just like, you just do what you need to do. I'll take care of myself. Right. I started making these recipes and, um, it's probably within the first two weeks, I probably dropped 10 pounds in the first two weeks. And she's like going, you're losing weight. And she's like, and this looks pretty good, you know? So I said, well, let me try one for you tomorrow night. And she goes, please don't make it beefy. You know? <laughs> and what I did was I, I took a, um, a, um, um, Spaghetti squash, cut it in half, mm-hmm. and then, um, no, what, I, I, it was either butternut squash or spaghetti squash, cut in half, braised it in olive oil, baked it, you know, upside down so it of browned and then turn it over. But then I, I took um, shredded chicken breast and all these spices that I saw in this recipe, and I made like a, it was like a chicken enchilada filling that went inside the butternut squash and then i topped it with cheese and baked it and then put avocado and cilantro on it, you know whatever and and i never would have thought that spicy and butternut squash would have gone well together because to me it was always mom used to do maple and brown sugar and those kind of things in butternut <laughs> squash and it was just to die for and she had like one bite and she goes, You can make me this anytime. And she goes, What else you got in that book? <laughs> and she's she started and she's dropped 40 pounds. Yep. Not nice. And I'm like, there you go. So right. you can find you can find stuff depending on your 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 needs and what you want. And, and it's not easy. No. But it just takes time. And and they say it only takes 90 days to break a habit. So Ninety days, you do this, you'll be completely out of the gluten. You'll be off this artificial sweeteners. You'll be doing, you know, doing, and your body will adjust. And there you go.
0: Yeah, and your body's going to thank you. I'm, I'm already, yeah. already feeling it. Already getting there. You know. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, it's not a weight thing because two, three medications ago, I was on this nasty stuff that basically it was a diuretic, and and I mm-hmm. couldn't hold food. And yeah. Went, oh. I, yeah I went from my healthy 150 155 I was down to 127 wow And I'm back up to about 142 right now hovering right around there um so it's not so much the losing weight but it's leaning up and it's getting the mind sharp and I might be going into brain surgery too we're
1: doing more tests we'll see what happens yeah might as well be healthy for this I think it's really cool that we're talking, but I think it's really cool what's happening from a science standpoint right now. Amazing things are happening in the scientific community, and not just with epilepsy or with this or with that. Um, I'll tell you a really quick story, and I'll show you a couple of pictures, and it will blow your mind. Yeah. So two years ago, a year and a half ago, whatever it was, I um, came home for lunch. And my wife had Dr. Phil on. And I was just working on a laptop and kind of caught it in the, the corner of my eye. And it was a family member that had called in or written in or whatever because their family member had severe OCD. And it had, it had taken over their life. It had, it had, they'd lost his job. He'd lost his family. He was homeless. I mean, it was just, it, it just devastating. So what can you do? So, so the whole show was about what Dr. Phil did. And Dr. Phil sent him to um, a place in Southern California um, where they've pioneered some new imaging technology for the brain, functional MRIs, okay? Okay. So so what he did was he did functional MRIs of the brain and they focused on a couple different key areas. But what they did was they showed here's an, a healthy brain and this is where the OCD is, right? And here's his brain. You could see that the normal brain's like the size of a quarter and his was like the size of a dollar. And you're like, wow. And then they go and here's the normal blood flow and they showed the pictures of it. And here's his brain. And so they did some off market treatments with, TMS for him, transmagnetic stimulation. Okay, and, and even though that's been approved by the FDA for treatment of depression, they were doing it off-market for the treatment, or off-label for the treatment of OCD. Okay? And they showed him 90 days later, and he was like a different person, and and they showed his brain scans, and his brain looked different, and I was like, And I looked at my wife and we have a 26 year old son who's our only son who's autistic. Okay. And he has severe OCD. And I said, we got to do this. I said, I'm going to find out about this. And she's like, what are you going to call Dr. Phil? And I'm like, no, I'm going to find out about that center and, and we're going to do it. Right. So I did research. Um, it took me eight months on a waiting list to get an appointment to go out there to have the functional MRI done. They don't even do it in Arizona. There isn't a facility that does it, that has the machines here. And then um, it was $4,000 to do it. But I, what are you going to do? It's your kid, right? So, right? so we did it. And lo and behold, I saw his images and, and it was just it just blew my mind, right? Wow. So they recommended that we do the TMS treatment, but um, it's every day for six weeks. And I can't do that in California. And the treatment itself isn't covered by insurance. And it's like 12 grand plus staying in a hotel. Oh my God. This would have just been unable to do it. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm back in Arizona. I'm like, I'm going to find one. So I started calling and calling and calling every Place and trying to find one. And I just kept hitting um, dead ends that they would have the TMS machine that would treat depression, but they didn't have the one that treats both OCD and depression, right? And there's different settings that you use for what you're doing. So I got really frustrated, but I refused to give up. And I found out who the manufacturers were of the machines that make the, the, the dual machines Uh and I literally got through to their marketing department and found out who had one on order and and I got my son to be the first person in Arizona to be treated man my son has just finished treatment Uh uh-huh and I'll show you some before and afters and it will blow you away Oh, and yeah. we're noticing differences in behavior and this and that. But it's like the, 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 the advances in technology right now are just, they're like lightning speed light years. Right. Right. So I'm going to show you this picture. This is my son and the area in the front of the brain, this white area up there, that's his OCD activity. Okay. And that's about the size of a dollar. It's supposed to be the size of a quarter. Okay. This wow. area back here is where he determines where he fits in space and time, okay? His and it's spatial supposed to be, awareness. And it's supposed to be more active, okay? Gotcha. Okay, now wait. Here he is after treatment. Whoa, that is a huge... Isn't that, so that's bigger and that's smaller,
0: It's like right? the, It's like the activity went... Like the amount of activity, the You're amount right. of
1: white space that was it in the went, front literally right, migrated went, to the back. Right. So now here's the other thing. Here was the actual, I can see it, the actual blood flow, the actual activities. I can do this here. Hold on. Oh. Um, the actual brain activity based on color and stuff, if you can see that. Uh-huh. Okay. This is before. Now look. Wow. So he's growing neural pathways. He's, yeah. relearn- he's having to relearn things. And and they say that it will continue for at least a year. So, so this will
0: go for a year, and then it may continue well, after that.
1: It may. We'll, we'll see what happens, but So here's what I can tell you has happened. Number one, there's a maturity in his conversations that wasn't there. Okay. Okay. Um, He still has some meltdowns. He still has his OCD, but it's not as severe and it doesn't last as long. So I don't need a scan to tell me that I can see that. Right. Right. But so, I mean, so there's improvement. Um, So it's, it's pretty, pretty amazing. Wow. And so he's kind of a pioneer here in Arizona. I'm literally like an evangelist for this, talking to people, to their kids with autism or with mental health issues going, Hey, look, this is working. I want them to write a white paper on him. I want them to use him as a case study and I want to get the word out. And what I really want is I really want a freaking doctor in Arizona to invest in a functional MRI machine. Mm -hmm. So that other people can do the testing and determine whether or not they need it now that I've got a TMS machine in in Arizona that'll treat it instead of having to drive seven hours and pay $4,000 to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Make it accessible, right? Make it accessible. Yeah. Yeah. And oh my God, that is so cool. That is so cool. In fact, I think that's one of the tests that I'm going to be going through for my pre-surgery workup. Is a functional MRI. But so now the, you know what it's gonna look like. Now I know what right? it's gonna look like. Exactly. Now
1: now they um, may or may they may may or may not do the part where they're looking at the O C D specifically because of you know his issues and what they were looking at, right? Right. But the but the blood flow piece, absolutely. That's amazing. Absolutely. That is actually so,
0: that is wow. Pretty cool. That's really cool, man. That's really cool. Um, Tony, I'm going to tell you right now, we do this every time I have a guest on. We talk for like 10, 20 minutes, and then we actually start an interview. It's okay. Um, but that's the flow. In fact, we might even take some of these conversations. I do this a lot too. We'll take some of the conversation from before because it's really damn good conversation if that's okay with you.
1: It's pretty amazing. Like I said, I'm an evangelist for this. And, and you know, I, I feel like. I've been blessed with opportunity and with means and that um, I'm being used as a tool and an instrument. And why not? And why not? Amen. Why not? Yeah. Amen.
0: Yeah. That's, that's kind of um, how seizure salad kind of happened because, you know, when I lost my ability to get on stage and, and in front of a camera and stuff, it's like, well, Hell, I've been broadcasting for 20 plus years and, and I know how to talk on a mic and I've got a bunch of microphones that are gathering dust. So let's start a podcast and help a few people, you know? Um, and to be able to get the word out, it's amazing that more and more people that I, I talk to within the epilepsy community aren't being told or not aware of some of the, the services and, and, and help and assistance that's actually out there. So, mm-hmm. why not? Why not be a messenger and be a platform where messengers can get the word out to people who wouldn't hear otherwise? So, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, friends, family, and, and random folks out there in the Buster Cluck universe, how you doing? It's Mike B-side, your host, Electrostatic Meat Sack and Lab Rat, and I am here with Tony Barlow from EpiHab, Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix, epihab.org is where you're going to find this gentleman. had a grand mal seizure in gym class? Had whiplash back when life was dishing out pimp slaps? Fed up and we've all been better, but I'm set to step up, never let up, cause the fall is just a setup now to get up. Red will never get the better of me with the sawed-off When I'm having trouble talking, someone knocks my writer's block off And if my eyes glaze and my knees drift south And you ever think to stick a credit card in my mouth I take MasterCard and Visa for my risk rewards I'm not biting my tongue, why don't you bite yours? It's all too much said it's all too much said it's all too much And if the world breaks your lips, you go and beat it with your crutch